Welcome to Center Stage with international opera star Pamela Kuhn. And now, here is your host, Pamela Kuhn. And the curtain is up on Center Stage, the show about the arts and the artists behind their work. Welcome to part two of my excellent interview with a hero in our midst, soprano Lynette Leon. She is a champion because of her generosity of spirit, her wonderful singing, and her contribution to the music world while enduring the ravages of an advanced and rare cancer. So my aim in this intimate and candid interview is to allow Lynette to speak to all of us from the core of her heart about her journey, the pathway that she feels has been given to her as a commitment to life. Pain and all, she embraces her living with cancer status. In part one, she spoke about her diagnosis and her ability to say that she is not angry. And we discussed her singing voice, which is a natural talent, one that has taken her to a spirited career. But it is also her personal connection to her mother, who passed away when Lynette was only 10 years old. Separated from her father, she was sent to live with her aunt and uncle in Washington, D.C., a move that would take her from her beloved family, but it also gave her the firmament to pursue music as her first love, and it was that music that allowed Lynette to feel closer to her mother. Let's listen to Lynette Leon speak about the need for positivity and the light that binds. But first, she is going to share with us her feelings about her favorite spiritual, This Little Light of Mine. My favorite spiritual is This Little Light of Mine. Oh, brilliant. And I have sung it with the accompaniment of John Work. And I have sung it a cappella. I remember singing it and I was at one point, I just totally felt that it had released. And I, there was, there was silence. Mm -hmm. There was absolute silence. And I felt that I had them in the palm of my hand. Mm -hmm. And I let that silence stay there for a moment. Mm -hmm. And it was such an energy. And that's when I told myself, you know, it's not always about applause. That's right. It's about the silent moments. Isn't that true? You were, yeah. You're absolutely right in the energy of it. Mm -hmm. And the importance of silence in music making is so profound in that way. Yes. How remarkable you had that. That's wonderful. And it's interesting because sometimes in, well, you've sung in Europe. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the Europeans don't interrupt you with applause. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have a tendency to go, they like it if they're, they really like it. If I hear the applause, they're liking it. But if you don't hear the applause, they're into it. <laughs> it's true. I think they're held by the musical moment. Yeah. And they're actually held by the energy and they don't want to disturb that musical moment. You know, mm -hmm. it's precious. It's it really is precious. precious. It is precious. And that's that's what I um, that's what I try to do. We don't always succeed in these things, but mm -hmm. at least you start off trying. I always I for myself, and I can only speak for myself, every performance for me, I always tell myself before I perform it, before I go that I 
am only the instrument through which the music is played. And that's the spirituality of it for me. That was Lynette singing In Sense You Went Away by H. Leslie Adams, which was recorded in 2017. All of this in this realm of singing for you is so important, and it all ties into the power of of positive thought for you as well, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? It does. And let's go back to this extreme power of being positive through cancer treatment, because I know we're touching the lives of many out there, I think, right now. Mm-hmm. And if there's a message you can give through this this positive thought now to everyone who is su- suffering, like yourself, uh, can you be specific? I know that you talked before about pulling in the light to you, surrounding yourself in light, and how important that was for you. And that's just one element, mm-hmm. you know? Right of, of being positive, and of course, your right. music making and asking for and surrounding myself with with music and and laughter, <laughs> laughter. That that's what I would say. If you can find, if you can find something to laugh about, even if it's yourself, mm-hmm. but the laughter keeps you going, and that really is. Um, I cannot think of the doctor's name or the the author of this book where they were saying how they laughed their way through cancer yeah mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i totally agree with that sometimes i do the silliest things just to laugh mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. to stay positive because why cry i know now that i have cancer i know now that there's a possibility of the cancer you know, it's not going to be well. I know that I'm going to be living with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going. I know I'm going to be living with it. They cannot. They cannot operate. I've been told that. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you know, the the crying, the tears, have to leave now because I, I have that reality. Right. Of course. Yeah. And um, I have that reality that it's going to be there, but I I have to stay positive mm-hmm. because. I just feel that um, we all have we all have a mission on this earth. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly learning every single day, but I, there's something that I haven't finished. 
I don't know what that is. I really don't know what it is. I, I ask every day. I ask every day, what am I supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. Even there are, even though there are days when I think, wow, um, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know mm-hmm. if I can deal with this. Um, I find that I can't do things the way I used to do them. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to have an apparatus with me when I'm walking sometimes. Don't like it. Mm-hmm. But I know that I have to have it. I have to sit when I sing. I don't like it. But I know that's something I have to do. So I have to learn how to incorporate that and, and sit and still have the, um, the energy and, um, and strength to sing. But, you know, it's something that um, I will do. Because I know I haven't finished here yet. Yeah, that's remarkable. I haven't, my job is not done. And I think we all have to get to that point where we say, okay, what am I, what am I here to do? Mm-hmm. And we each have a different job. We each have, um, the reason I can't talk too much about other cancers is because we're all different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all react in a different way. Yeah. But the one thing that we all can do is be positive. <laughs> you know, we can all we can all live a positive life and live through it, and that's what our doctors try to help us do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're sometimes we're closed off. Um, I guess because I didn't know what was going on, it didn't close me off in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I went, and I mean, you know, I walked myself into the uh, into the hospital. And when I found out what happened, when I found out what the condition was, I didn't have time to really labor about it mm-hmm. because they had already started to treat me, whereas sometimes people do. That's right. That's right. And, and the more, it's like with, with any job or any artist, the more you think about it, the more it keeps... It, become it more becomes more labor-intensive. Yes, yes. Let's put it that the way. The more you think about it, that's what happens. There was a piece that I was introduced to um, called Requiem for the Living. And um, I listened to that a lot. Hmm. Because the, the introit and the Kyrie, for me, when I listen to that, I think, we all it's like the composer takes us through through this journey where you know that there is there's suffering but there's light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. and I and I just love that wow I love it but that's I, you yes. that's your your journey you're you know yeah. you're the light seeker well I do try to see I do try to seek the light I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in all of these years, you've been a very um, active choral singer. And you have your favorite choruses you like to be associated with. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but you have been part of the Angel Choir, my group, for some years. And we never thought when we started this relationship that um, you would be the poster child for the Angel Choir. No. And in fact... <laughs> When we start, the reason that I love the fact that we started the Angel Choir was because um, there was 
we talked about there was one person who was suffering from cancer. That's correct. And I thought, oh my God, this this is great. We can lift them up. Uh-huh. You know, and that was the joy of Angel Choir because you could come in if you had a condition, not necessarily we didn't have to know your condition, but if you had a, a condition and you wanted to sing, you could just come and sing your heart out. Mm-hmm. If you didn't sing, it was all right. Yeah. You could still come and sing your heart out. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so it was a, it was like therapy. But, Actually, yes. you know, you were, you were singing really, you know, good music. Mm-hmm. And different, different types of music. Mm-hmm. And that, that's where I found that that was the, the joy in watching people's faces, watching people, some people would come and say, I can't read. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Just come and sing. Mm-hmm. Just come and just lift your voice up and, 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 and sing. And you would see such joy in them. That's right. And they actually ended up learning the music. That's right. The feeling of accomplishment when when you give them something. And we do our insane programs of, you, you know, different music each month. Mm-hmm. But it's a good challenge, isn't it, for it's the a, journey? It's a great challenge. It's a great <laughs> challenge. And who knew that I would end up needing the angel choir mm-hmm. to help lift me up? Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, um, when you all came to the hospital, I was just... Well, I think the hospital was shocked, too. And mm-hmm. um, uh, the room was filled with joyous music. And we were, you know, we were closing the door. We didn't want to disturb anyone. And then finally, I think one of the doctors said, oh, you should just open the door. Let everyone hear. I'll never forget that moment when the doctor opened the door and said, no, leave this open. Everyone needs to hear Mm -hmm. this. Yeah, we had a lot of people turn out for you. That's all the love you have in this area, you know. I know. It's, well, that's what I'm saying. I have been, I have been very blessed. Mm -hmm. Very blessed. I cannot, I couldn't write enough letters. And, I mean, it would be endless phone calls to thank everyone. Mm-hmm. I have felt, I have truly felt the love from all over, even from some people that I, I you didn't know, didn't know, and and people that maybe I might have sung at their church, and um, the church has sent me a, a a card, and I'm like, oh, I haven't been here in years. Um, it's really incredible, mm-hmm. really incredible, and um, between the the, I mean, I can't even mention everyone, but but basically the Angel Choir and especially Mendelssohn Choir mm-hmm. that I have, that I've sung with for many years, I mean, it has just the 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 love. I cannot thank all of you enough for it. Yeah, it's just, and that has helped me in my healing. It really has helped me in my healing. Um, you know, the, the, sometimes the phone calls and a simple phone call, mm-hmm. you know, it, and might not talk long at all, but to say hello or a text message, I'm thinking about you, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. It really, really helps. And I would say to anyone out there, you know, don't, if you don't go through this by yourself, you, you just go. can't can't go through this by yourself that's what I learned because because I'm so used to being an independent person <laughs> and, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'm in a I 
in a position where I'm not independent anymore. That's correct. Mm-hmm. You know, and and um, for two years, I I needed others. As your doctor so beautifully said, we all need help at some point. Yes. Do you, yes. Do you think that this is the point at which cancer is a teacher? Oh, yes. Most definitely. I mean, there have been many, many articles and and, and papers written about this. Um, and, of course, all of us at different stages in our life, when, when we're met with this, um, it seems overpowering. But then, as you say so well, when you start to live with your cancer, it's a part of you. It, it is... Mm-hmm beautiful or not it it is a part of you right and and it seems to me Lynette that you've met it head on well I I've tried (laughs) I don't always succeed (laughs) I don't always succeed I think the one thing that I haven't the one thing that I haven't done and maybe maybe that will happen soon is I haven't cried about it literally cried it shed tears Really? I haven't shed tears about it. It's almost as if, you know, it's almost as if I was told in a dream that this is something, this is part of, of who you are right now. Mm-hmm. This is what you have to do at this moment. Mm-hmm. This is what you have to go through at this moment. So just be at peace with that? So and... I've been at peace. I've tried to be at peace with it. Mm-hmm. It's difficult sometimes. Sometimes I sit in there and I go, I think, whew, am I going to, what am I going to do now? Am I going to make it to the, well, I don't even think that. But I just think, whew. It's a rough ride. It's a rough. It is a, it is a rough, it is a rough ride. Uh-huh. You know, especially when you're told that you have an inoperable, mm-hmm. um, disease it's a rough ride because you don't know you know you then you learn to I'm learning to live each day and do as do what I can each day and and honor that day mm-hmm. because I don't know if I'll have that day exactly again you know I I could go well any of us could go to sleep right now and Mm-hmm. That, not live to see possible. that day, mm-hmm. you know, which is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said, I've had, I've had many life teachers, um, people that I've watched going through various and sundry things, mm-hmm. and how they've dealt with it. You know, um, some do very well; others become angry. I'm not angry. Yeah. Because somewhere along the line, I think I was being. I don't want to sound prepared. Really? Somewhere along the line, I think I was being prepared. Now that is fascinating. So there's almost like an intuitive moment where you felt that that happened. And you're. Just walking in, that's yeah. the journey again. Yes. It can be a wake-up call mm-hmm. to something that we're not paying attention to. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's got your attention now. And it has my attention now. That's for sure. But the one thing I will say I love about you 
is this getting back to laughter and the sense of humor. If anyone has the greatest sense of humor in the world, it's you. And I love the way even now you are looking for those little moments and ways in to find a laugh. Oh, my gosh, and find the joy in the middle of it. I love that about you. Absolutely. Well, it's about, it, it is about joy. Mm-hmm. And um, and loving and just love. I try to find. I I hope that I that I see the good in each person. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I look for first. Mm-hmm. I look for that. I look for the. I look to the heart <laughs> of the go. person. To the heart of the person and. I always ask um, to um, be open and and receptive, mm-hmm. and I try to extend that that love out, whether it's accepted or not, because mm-hmm. you don't know. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like when you sing or when you you play the piano when you dance. These are gifts. Mm-hmm. And we, what do you do with a gift? You give it. That's right. A yep. person may open it. They may take it and say thank you and not open it. Mm-hmm. But it's the way you give that gift. And I always want to give, I always want to give the gift. I hope that's what I do. Yeah, you do. I hope Every that's day. what I do. Every day, my dear, since um, I've first known you. Every day, cancer or not. And that's the beautiful thing. You know, when it comes time for you to go to the pearly gates, Mm. and I hope we'll all be reunited there, especially, you know, with other members of the Angel Choir and Mendelssohn Choir and whatnot. Um, (laughs) I'll let you sing My Man's Gone Now. Um, (laughs) When when you're there and you see your mom, Mm -hmm. what would you like to say? I would say thank you. I'd say thank you, Mom. I love you and thank you. Because if it had not been for her death, I wouldn't have this journey, I'm quite sure. Yeah, I think there's no question. I'm quite sure of that. I think she might smile. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) I think she just might. (laughs) And I would see my dad, too, so I would tell him thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because he did what he could do. That's right. He did what he could do, and and I understand that now. You know, so I would be grateful that they gave me life and I was able to live it.
Lynette, I've got to thank you for all the gifts you've given all of us. You are a true beacon. You are a beacon of light. And this little light of mine really sums you up. Thank you. It really does. Well, as I said, you know, I have been given much. I've been given much love. And this is the way I, I give it back. I return it. That's fantastic, sweetie. You know. So the only thing I want is that when I do go, I want to hear the music. <laughs> there you go. I want to hear glorious music. I want the angels, all of the angels to sing that I've worked with. All of the angels. Wow. Any requests? <laughs> Let's put it in now. Well, I've had <laughs> I've had several. I've, one person knows exactly what I want, but I may change because uh, I hear something every day, and you know I don't want this to go on and on and on and on and on. So <laughs> I have to cut it down to something. But I just want I want I want people to rejoice because I lived a good life, and I want people to. I want people to hold hands and say how much they love each other and for that love to fill the room with joyous music. Living with cancer is a courageous one. I am thankful that by knowing Lynette and her journey with the disease, I have come closer to understanding the truth behind the phrase and realizing that there is life living with cancer. All of us who are fortunate to know her are touched and humbled by her courage and her dedication to faith. Lynette Leon, the woman who does not hold back, the woman who is living her bliss with every breath that she takes. I plan to put our unedited interview on my website, centerstagewithpamelacoon.com, so please look for that, because there is much to be inspired by in her words. This is Pamela Kuhn, and the curtain is now down on Center Stage. <laughs>